Welcome to the Humane Roundup Podcast, where we share all the exciting stories about animal cruelty investigations, dangerous animals, and amazing rescues. Find out what goes on inside of animal shelters and all the current trends in the animal welfare industry. Now, here is your host, Daniel Edinger. Yo, 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 what up, what up? We're here with ACO Bishop. I shouldn't even call you that, ACO. You know I don't like using ACO. Humane, <laughs> humane Officer Bishop, who's always keeping it. Humane. humane. <laughs> What's going on? I've got my Facebook as ACO Bishop. Just That's why because, I thought of that, yeah. Yeah, I know. And I, honestly, I did it just to correlate with the podcast. But, I mean, you can change your name on Facebook, right? Maybe I should just yeah. do that. I've done it several times on my page from yeah. humane officer to animal protection officer to, I don't even, <laughs> uh, don't get me started on the names, please. We're going to do a whole episode on the name. Matter of fact, we might do that next week on the 20 some pop, 23 different names in our profession. <laughs> hey, you got it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if I have all 23 of them. Next well, week only maybe. took you about a year. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is technically episode 65, but our amazing executive producer, Hildy, may have lost an episode along the way. You know, <laughs> you know, this is the second episode this man has lost. We're going to draw in quarter room, I'm telling you. Oh, my I'm goodness. I'm surprised you didn't know what that meant. Mm. You I know, guess I've, I've seen it in the movies. I'm not really a, a big uh, history, history buff, so... <laughs> Tying somebody by their arms and legs to horses and then just pull them to pieces. That sounds pretty torturous. <laughs> I suppose maybe that's my D&D side coming out. And, wow. You know. Okay. This is hey, a G-rated show. Since when? I don't know. It's never been, actually. <laughs> pretty sure we have an explicit thing. I'm pretty sure we do. And if we don't, we should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Hildy, uh, if you're listening, thanks for losing one of the best episodes that someone will never hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's all good man yeah you, you know last week was a good episode though with the attorney and the update from naca if you haven't heard it please go back check it out that's episode 63 but you'll hear me call it episode 64 because it's technically episode 64 uh, so yeah we had good some times. good stuff yeah good stuff on there <clears throat> we uh plan to have naca on once a month to discuss just NACA stuff, whether it's updates on training or just membership updates, that type of stuff. So look forward to that. And we're talking about maybe having the uh, attorney back on. So if you guys have got questions, you know, obviously, if it's regarding a specific case, she's not going to be able to give, ex you know, specifics. But if you've got things you want to know, how can I do this better and things like that? shoot them our way we can we'll hold on to them until we get her back on again yeah and she sound really interested in coming back on and even if there's a case nationally that we're not attached to i'm sure we can get her feedback on it hypothetically speaking and how she would handle it and some of those things you know sure. it was interesting it was interesting that she uh she i felt like she kind of dodged some questions which again is true attorney speak <laughs> uh, and so it is what it is, but, and that's why I, I really want to have her back on to make sure that we get some of the questions that she, that she may not have answered that you as a listener are like, eh, she should give more 
more on this or more on that. So definitely send those questions our way. Remember, we do have that anonymous email that you can send them to. Just check that out on our website. Uh, speaking of this anonymous email, we did get a pretty interesting one not too long ago, did we? We did, and it was it was a doozy. It was, and I was going to read it on the air, and I thought maybe that would be beneficial for people to see like what what it is that we are getting through these anonymous emails. And it was more so really calling out some stuff that 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 was said by uh, some of the other hosts that we had at some times, and just saying that we were unprofessional. It was you know it was a little bit of salt in the wound in in some aspects. And, you know, I, I appreciate constructive criticism, and I think that we all can grow from it. This email felt more personal, so maybe they had a connection with the individual that said certain things. I, I don't really know what what uh, motivated their decision to send that email. But if they are still listening, uh, please note that uh, maybe you can send us some positive feedback on how the show's been going and not just always negative stuff. Yeah, or... Or at least make it a little bit more constructive, not just being like, you shouldn't have done this, that, or the other thing. Yeah. Um, and tell us, you know, what you would like to see changed. Yeah. And really, that that's for any of you listening. We're, we're here doing this for you. Um, so if there's things you want to see a little bit different within the show and we can make it happen, let us know. Absolutely. And that's, that's exactly why we're here. And so use that anonymous link email or go to, you know, go to social media and send us a, a message. We check those regularly and we can even, you know, respond quickly on that. So uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even though, even though Twitter's Twitter, <laughs> Twitter's yeah. still a thing. we still haven't, uh, we still haven't made a TikTok, TikTok yet. Yeah, but it might happen. I don't know. I have a personal TikTok. I don't know. I don't use it. I, I honestly have found TikTok is really cool because like I found all these like neat things. Like I just found out you can take your banana peel after eating it, chop it up, put it in some warm water, let it sit for about an hour and then feed your plants with it. Like come, yeah. where else would I have learned that? Straight up TikTok. It's not all shaking booties and doing dances. <laughs> it's actually pretty good stuff on there. All right, all right. I I had a TikTok, and then I'm like, I'm spending too much time watching stupid shit on this. I'm so that's the problem, right? That that's the problem is if you don't start to like the things that you like. So I've been like, like uh, house project stuff. Like it'll show me how to get like a strip nail out of something, or uh, <laughs> like, uh, and I'm sure there's animal stuff too that I haven't found yet. But uh, you know, the the banana thing was really cool. And there's just a bunch of different like quick videos. But if if you want to watch booty bouncing, whatever those <laughs> things are called, I'm sure you can just click on those and that'll just be your entire feed. So right. Just, just make sure that they're over 18. The, and you don't know. I don't know how you would even know. It's, it's, well, exactly. kind of, it's kind of sickening in that side of it, what it promotes. But I digress. We're not here for that. We're here to keep it humane, man. We're going to reel it back in. So yeah, check us out Facebook, Instagram, and leave comments, please. Like the interaction is is really what we want. We want to make sure people are listening and and moving forward. We hope to continue that. Maybe uh, we'll have a special special fan on in the future, special guest. Uh, we can do that as well. So if you ever want to come on the show as a guest, hit us up, let us know, and, and we'll schedule you to get on here. For sure. All right. So moving forward, today's a big show 
<laughs> We're going to start with the animal, animal of the week. And why do I say it's big? Because it's big. That's why. Damn. It's big, big, big. Today, we're going to talk about none other than the sea cow, also known as the manatee. Are, are they also the know? mermaids? Say again? Aren't they also known as the mermaids or something yeah, like so that? Yeah, so all this stuff is, is going to get covered. This is really cool. Oh. So back in the day, 17th century, 16th century, they're cruising around in boats. And, you know, maybe they were drinking some moonshine. Maybe. Maybe. The... <laughs> the you know, the um, mermaids we see now versus what they depicted as the mermaids back then uh, were manatees. And that just tells you what influence Disney has on everything in our world, whether it's just the dog catcher or the Barbie doll type mermaid. Uh, they did. They did think uh, the the one type of manatee that they they thought or, you know, they, they called the mermaid is now uh, more or it is extinct. And it, it was a little bit different looking than their current manatee. Um, so you can Google that. It's an interactive show. So I'm sure you're on your phone or your computer. So just type up mermaid manatee and get some photos of that. So we're going to talk mostly about the manatees found here in the, the U.S., especially in Crystal River, Florida, that area. Did you know I swam with the manatees once? But did you touch it? Did you harass it? Did you molest it? You know, I was scared <laughs> shitless of it. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. It's probably the most gentle giant creature in the world that I've ever been close to. And Jazzy, my girlfriend, can tell you uh, if you if you message her or whatever, she'll make fun of me. But like I literally, you know, we had um, goggles on or whatever, and like snorkel snorkel gear, so you could see them. And as soon as I saw one, like it was literally within like a foot and a half of me, and I didn't even know. I just put my head underwater. I was like, oh shit! I did one of those cartoon <laughs> things where their feet start going really fast and just <laughs> took off out of there. Um, and then I calmed down probably 25 minutes later. And then I went back and I was swimming next to, to one for quite a bit. Um, but I did not harass it. I did not uh, do anything to it. I think that's a good tease for our next segment. So, <clears throat> but as we, as we continue to talk about these guys, they, they're up to 13 feet long. They can weigh up to 1,300 pounds. They live about 40 years uh, if they're not killed by humans, because that's their number one cause of death, are the people. Well, uh, aren't we the m number one cause of death for many things? Mm, facts. Facts. Maybe <laughs> not corona, but well, I guess I was going to say, yeah, I feel like that's still our fault a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even want to know if I should go down that road. We're going to try to keep the show as PC as possible. It's going to get messy later anyway, so... Uh, their average, oh, I said the average lifespan was 40 years, but the longest one that, that lived in the wild was 69 years old. And it honestly is so sad. It died two days after its birthday. Oh, I know. That's uh, awful. It may, yeah, but 69 is pretty good. And like it made, you know, I don't know, maybe it was ready to go. Uh, they can hold their breath up to 20 minutes, which is kind of cool, but they usually come up for air like every three to four minutes, <clears throat> but they can hold it longer. Check how, how fast do you think they are? Like four miles an hour. Pretty good. Five miles an hour is, oh, is their nice. average. average said, like they seem like very lackadaisical and like just like I'm here, whatever. So we talked about them being known as the sea cow. Uh, <clears throat> what other animal do you think that they would be closer related to? Elephant. 
Elefante. That's correct. So they they believe over four or over 60 million years ago they were actually land animals and they have these same these same nails in their feet as elephants do and they're um if you even look at the face of a of a manatee it's kind of a shrunken trunk if you look at it oh that's hard to say shrunken trunk <laughs> matter of fact i think you could do a song about that shrunken trunk <laughs> shrunken trunk that's a tiktok dance right there there you so, go there's our tiktok <laughs> shrunken trunk trunk all right anyway let's let's get back to the show <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the closest relevant relevant <laughs> relative is the elephant, which is cool. Uh, I'm slightly is. confused by that though. It, it because didn't call most, the sea cow. Yeah. Well, but didn't most things start in the water and, and then come, come to land? Yeah, not the other way around. Yeah, but maybe this one was like you know it probably was like a corgi elephant. It probably had really short, <laughs> stuffy feet. Right. And it was like, you know, oh it's God. just too hard for me to freaking walk on the land. So I'm going to just swaddle back in the sea where it can hold my body weight. That's oh, my God. I have a picture of a corgi with the long, long trunk of a nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I don't know exactly how that worked, but they are uh, technically related to the elefante. Uh, their eyes, this is cool. Their eyes open like a camera lens. So it's like that circular circular shutter thing that's pretty oh. cool uh did you know they can live in fresh and salt water no yep so they can go back and forth and it doesn't affect them they how long do you think they sleep per day i'm thinking they're going to be more like a cat in that respect so like hmm. i'm gonna say 20 hours a day that's long uh 12 <laughs> oh. and the reason being is because they eat so much right so they have to be up uh, yeah, so they eat uh, up to eight hours a day. They graze all day, pretty much, and they can eat a tenth. like a cow. Yeah, they, well, that's we're going to get to that. They can eat about a tenth of their body weight, so almost up to two hundred pounds of like sea algae. And it, just to equate that to my diet, since everyone probably knows I'm plant based, that would mean me eating twenty pounds of seaweed per day. How does that make pounds. you feel? Uh, that I'm not a freaking manatee because that's a lot of that is a lot of seaweed. and not very and not very flavorful either. You know, no seaweed's good. I don't know what you're oh, talking about. Salty, they have flavor ones too. You can get like wasabi. You can get soy sauce ones. It's not bad. Oh, I I like seaweed, but I don't know that I could eat 20 pounds of it. So like you seaweed? mentioned the cow. Yes. And this is really this is weird but cool. It's a fun fact. So like a cow, as people probably know, cows produce a lot of gas. And it's even been linked to some people say that that causes some of the issues that oh, we God. have in climate change. You've heard that before, right? People say that. Oh, my God. No. You've never heard that? No. Mm. I, well, I guess I thought they were, when I've heard them talk about it, I thought they were talking about more about the actual feces. No, it's Not, the flatulence. Yeah. Oh so my God. According to some people, and I don't know how true this is, and this is not my belief, but some people, you know, because we're overpopulated and there are a ton of cows for the, the food industry that it causes, uh, it does cause issues with climate change because all the gas is being omitted into the atmosphere. But at least the manatee's gas gets filtered by the water. It's the little, if you ever see bubbles coming up from the water, uh, then you probably know there's a manatee close. Oh, that's funny. Uh, so they produce a lot of gas. And the reason is 
is because it helps them break down that all that seaweed that they chew or whatever so well i mean as a human being if i eat a lot of vegetables there tends to be a lot of bubbling and rumbling that's true that's fair uh okay so check this out they're very large and round and blubbery looking but they actually don't have much fat on their body like they're not protected the way you would think a seal or a whale would be okay so basically it's a lesson to the animal control humane officers that you gotta get your hands on it if you want to know how it actually weighs and feels and how healthy it is that's true if we're doing some body condition scoring and if anyone's done a bcs on a manatee please drop us a line (laughs) i would like to know why you did that and where you did that except you'll find out later on why you can't do that you will you will (laughs) definitely find out so okay back to the the whole blubbery idea of them so they really prefer temperatures of water that is above 68 degrees anything uh, lower can be difficult for them to actually even survive in uh, colder water and so they they were i was reading about them though what they'll do is they'll find like power plants that have uh, runoffs right and so the water will be heated in <laughs> in 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 and around that power plant because it's just you know water that's cool in the core so it's actually i don't believe it's toxic at all i, I could be wrong uh, but it's a lot warmer and so they'll hang out by power plants what tends to happen is sometimes if a power plant shuts down and a manatee's been going there it'll still go back there thinking that it can get warm and unfortunately it can't and so they'll end up dying oh. in those areas so that's kind of sad some power plants will fence off the areas to not even let them close to that to make them you know find natural resources versus uh, the power plant so and then this is a well you know what i'll save the fun fact here in a second uh they have the smallest brain compared to their body size so it doesn't mean that they're stupid it just means that their brain is small and they actually possess very similar 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 problem solving skills as a dolphin so they're actually pretty smart how's your problem solving skills on that word you know, I'm going to honor Hildy today since he lost an episode last week. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Hildy, if you're listening, shots fired. Anyway, <laughs> I could hear him laughing in his car. Uh, okay, so here's our little fun fact before we move on to the next segment. In, it was 2016, a manatee was spotted off the coast of Cape Cod. Do you know where Cape Cod is? Florida. Uh, Massachusetts. Oh, I mean, there's probably a Cape Cod for it. I don't know. Okay, Massachusetts. So think about that. Think of the distance from Massachusetts to Florida. It's a pretty, pretty decent trip. Yeah. So they've been known to be, you know, around. But again, those waters can be a lot colder. And so they ended up, they ended up capturing this manatee because she was a fish out of water, <laughs> and she was pregnant. And so what they did is they were, they were able to capture her. They got a Coast Guard plane, loaded her up on the plane, flew her to SeaWorld where she was rehabbed, and then released back into the wild. So kind of huh, amazing nice. stuff. Yeah, she would have died, if, especially if she would have had her calf up there. She would have definitely not made it, or the calf definitely would not have made it. Uh, and in the wintertime, she definitely would not have made it. And that makes me wonder, like, we see this all the time, like a, a beached whale or a beached something, and people are pushing it back in. Like, 
I don't know. I mean, maybe there's a reason the animal's doing that. Maybe it doesn't feel well. And like she was going as far north to go to the cold water to, to maybe her pregnancy was really hard and she was having issues with it. Felt like instinct was taking her there um, for a reason, right? And, and sometimes we intervene as humans, but we don't necessarily know why an animal is doing that. And I, I'm on the fence about that. Like, I, I feel like, should you push a whale back in, a dolphin back in, if it's purposefully putting itself out there. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I guess it would depend on if you could tell that they were, you know, trying to get back into the water. Like, did they look like they were struggling and trying to, you know, get back in? Um, but there's also, and I've had to have this conversation more than I would like in my, my mm -hmm. career with people mm -hmm. is circle of life like shit happens for a reason and no ma'am i cannot do anything about the hawk that is pecking <laughs> off the little birds mid-air that's what it's supposed like, to do no yeah like what do you want me to do kill the hawk because then like that that's not fair either um but at the same time when did you say that happened that she was up in cape cod Six, 2016 Okay, so that they were still technically endangered then, which yeah. is why I would assume that they were yeah, um, doing sense. that. So yeah. while you were doing that, I did some quick math. Um, it would have taken her, if she swam uh, five miles an hour. Oh, shit, they sleep for 12 hours. So that means that they're awake for, what is that? 12 hours. 12 hours. Yeah. 24 hours. <laughs> I did do this right. Um, so it would have taken her 23 and a quarter days to get up there. Jeez. Wait, 23 and a quarter days? Yeah, because it's uh, 1,395 miles from Florida to Cape Cod. At five miles an hour, that's 279 uh, hours divided by 12. Okay. So, <laughs> All right. Yeah. You're the math whiz. I don't know <laughs> if any of our listeners want to want to challenge that. Yeah, yeah challenge, challenge it. <laughs> oh, wow. But yeah, so she was. She probably got pregnant. She was like, "I'm tired, of my baby daddy. I'm going to have <laughs> Massachusetts. I'm gonna have my damn kid up there. I'm gonna have a new family. I'm gonna eat lobster and, and right? eat up there and clam chowder. I'm screw you. New England. Even though they don't eat that stuff, but they could. They could. Well, All right. Know. Well. That was our animal of the week. And what a good segue this animal of the week is. Yes. Because, you know, this show is not political at all whatsoever. We don't care what your political views are. We're here. Everybody because, gets to have their own opinion because yes. that's what it is. It's your opinion. We can your, still get along with people. Yeah, we can. However, this, this might, it's not even political whatsoever. It's just the, the Stupidity. name is political, and so oh. we're going to talk about it, right? It's not the the controversy is not political. It's the fact that somebody decided to etch the Trump name onto the back of a manatee. Who does that? Like, yeah, like why? <laughs> like, even even if you wanted it to be political, you wanted to get you know your beliefs out there. Who the fuck is going to see it? Like, well, maybe they thought maybe they thought manatees were part of the voting thing. Like, <laughs> the Russian. 
I shouldn't do that because that's making it political. But maybe they thought that. I don't know. But in all in all in all fairness, like when you first saw this post, you actually I was like, holy crap, somebody carved this into its flesh. I was like, yeah. whoa, that's bad. I don't care if you carve the word love into the flesh of a manatee. Uh, that's bad, regardless yeah. of what name it is. And and so the, that's, you know, whole new stuff and how it how it's perceived. But uh, come to find out, it's algae that's caked onto the back of the manatee. Oh. Yeah, okay. so it's, it's not the flesh of the animal. So I, I doubt there was any physical pain felt from the animal whatsoever. But it leads us into a couple things. And, and we're going to talk about it. But it's just, it blows my mind that someone would take the time. And they were uh, approximately 15 inch letters. So they're not small. If you're, if you haven't seen it already, just put into that Google machine, Trump manatee, and you can see a video or you can see some photos of that as well. And we might post that here on our page just so people can see the photo. And you know, here's the other thing is, did the person who did this, did they know that there was that layer of algae or did they just blindly go out there and do this knowing full well that they possibly could be causing harm and pain and disfigurement to this manatee? That's a great question. And yeah, like what is the motivation behind it? And like, what did they use? Did they just use their hand, right? And just like push their hand into that, into the algae and carve their name on it. Uh, like we talked earlier in the animal of the week segment, they, they don't have that blubber, and so they might have more nerve endings there, uh, which could cause pain, right? So it's a, it's a really just, it, it makes you wonder, was this a, you know, a teenager just being silly, not knowing what the, what the laws were, not understanding, like, you can't, and you're going to talk about molesting and harassing managers <laughs> here in a second, but not knowing about that, like, what, what motivates them? to do something like that, whether, like I said, whether it's the word Trump, whether it's your high school team name, whether it's the word love or like the initials of your girlfriend and you, like whatever you put on there. And that's what I'm saying. This is not political whatsoever. It's the fact that somebody took the time. How long would that take? I mean, Trump's a five letter word. You have to like, manatees don't just stop. You can't be like, sit, stay. Right. Right. They don't do that. So you have to continuously swim next to it or on top of it in order to get that to, to, to be uh, scribed into its body. Yeah. It's just use your head people. I mean, I don't know. I'm almost for a loss of words on it. So talk about some of the legal aspects of it. So, um, when I said earlier about you harassing it, um, it is very explicit. Um, you are not to pursue, chase, um, never poke, prod, or stab a manatee with your hands, feet, or any object. If a manatee avoids you, do not chase it. Give manatees space to move. Um, avoid uh, uh, isolating them or singling them out. Um, Keep hands and objects to yourself. People, this is not kindergarten. Don't touch wildlife. It's as <laughs> like, simple as that, right? It is. You, you should have learned that already. Um, but, you know, apparently there's a lot of things that just don't stick with us. 
Um, don't attempt to snag, hook, hold, grab, pinch, hit, ride, molest. I don't know why you're molesting a manatee, but, you know, some people's got them fetishes. Well, there, um, is a, there is a such a thing in the bestiality class that I teach. It's known as a sea goddess. And that's oh, what, that, what, what do you think that means? Uh... I, I got nothing. I have not heard of that term. A sea goddess is a term for zoophilias, or however you want to call them, for bestiality people, having sex with a dolphin. Okay, back to our originally scheduled program. <laughs> um, you're supposed to avoid making excessive noise and splashing if a manatee is nearby, because if it's resting and you make excessive noise, wake it up, scare it, it goes swimming off, it's going to potentially get lost. Who knows? Maybe that one that ended up in Cape Cod got woken up and just took off and then went, oh, shit, I don't know where I am. Yeah. Um, and they are so susceptible to change that by doing any of these things, you can actually change their natural behavior because they're extremely trusting animals. Um, so you're not supposed to go like anywhere near them. Um, and if you do, you are, um, for the state law for Florida, it's a possible maximum fine of $500 and or imprisonment for up to 60 days. But on the federal level, the fine is up to $50,000 and or one year in prison. Wow. And they may make an example out of this. And I think like my brain is like it's some teenage punks like out on the water and his buddies are there. It's always a guy, right? This is and right. people can get mad at me for stereotyping. I don't care. I'm just this is what my brain thinks. And I'll be honest with people. Like he's out on the water. His buddies are like, do it, dude, do it. Ah, this is funny. They probably have right. video of it. They probably have like photos of it. They've been and, drinking during the day. Yeah. And and I don't think like, I don't think they meant to cause the animal harm, but it's still illegal as mentioned. And it's like, you know, it's, it's just bad. It's like bad. And it, I guess like, immature and you know it's just all the way around it's bad uh, again it's not political whatsoever it's just the fact that these manatees are protected there's a reason that they're protected you talked about their change and how you know harassing them in certain aspects you know these are they're sacred animals in that aspect and so we need to to respect that and that needs to be taught whether this you know i i i guess i guess the reason i say i think it's like a younger teenager like you said somebody like right around the drinking age or whatever even though being underage doesn't stop people from drinking, <laughs> I would be like, I, like I could stomach that more than like a 50 or 40 year old male or, or female at that point uh, doing it. Right. I'd be like, what is yeah. at, like, what is wrong with you? Like you, you should go to jail for the year. Like a 20 year old, I don't know what you think the sentencing should be. Like maybe they get a fine, probably not jail time for that. Uh, Community service. Yeah. Yeah. Community service and just put their face out there so people can see what kind of an idiot they are. Right. Uh, we, we talked about offline that there's a few rewards. There's a $5,000 reward being, being put up, I think by the fish and wildlife. And then there's a famous person that you educated me on. He was a WWE wrestler named Batista, uh, but now is in the show gardens of the galaxy or guardians. guardians. Of the galaxy. Yeah. I don't watch it. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, and he's putting up uh, $20,000 to find out who it is. 
I'll take that money, man. If I knew who it was, sorry, bro, you're right? an idiot. I'm taking that 25 and I'm buying a car or something. So Drax. Yeah. It's it's Drax that is from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's his character? Yeah. I'm sure somebody listening knows who that is. I, however, <laughs> am an idiot, so I don't know who that is. But yeah, it's just, it's stupid. You know, I, I talked about uh, offline, we talked about a case that I remembered in Colorado in 2009 that a hairstylist was uh, ticketed for dying of poodles, uh, so, or just dying dogs, but this one was specifically a poodle. Uh, she owned a barber salon and the city you were also talking about chickens off air like dying them for easter and so this ordinance came into play back back in the day i think in the 60s and it was just antiquated like a lot of our ordinances are and they you know this dye that she was using was not toxic whatsoever to a dog a matter of fact like you can use uh, plants like like beets and stuff like that as well and she got ticketed and I believe the charges ended up getting dropped. And uh, it's just, it, it's kind of the same thing. Like it's not harming an animal, but it's still against the law in that aspect. And so, you know, carving something into algae is probably not harming the animal, though it's on the animal, but we still have laws that surround or protect that animal. We have to obey those laws. Absolutely. You know, <clears throat> here's the thing in our profession, we may not always agree with the law, but we're here to enforce it. And it's going to take, in most cases, more than just us to change a law. So like, if you want to dye your poodle's hair, okay, take that up to your city council and be like, hey, this is a stupid law. Here's all the safe things you can do to do this. And like, this shouldn't be your decision. I'm good with that. But you know, here with the manatee, even though it didn't actually physically harm the manatee in theory, um, you know, it's still a, it, it's not endangered anymore. What did you say it was, though? Uh, it, protected or threatened, threatened. Threatened. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still a threatened species. So if we start continuing to do these things that have been put in place to protect the species, we're going to see it go extinct. Like this law has a good reason to be out there. Um, and you know, the other thing I just thought of too is what are the chances that actually could have caused harm? What if that algae creates a barrier to keep bacterias and things like that out of the manatee's system and skin? Good point. You know, so it's on there for a reason. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like they're not sitting there scraping it off on the rocks. I mean, no. they leave it there. So what if there is a reason for it? And now you've just made this manatee susceptible to something. Well, what I mean, think about something as simple as it could get sunburned in that yeah. area, right? Like it's it's probably, like you said, there for a reason. So I, I think it's something that I'd like to follow. And hopefully we can update you as the listeners on, you know, anything that comes of it. If you hear anything of it and want to share, just shoot us a an email, shoot us a message on Instagram or Facebook, and we'd be happy to talk about it on air. Because it's uh, it's not every day we see manatees being harassed. I mean, most people are like this. You know, I mean, think about it. It's like, uh, I don't know. How it, tall are you, Dan? 6'2". Okay. So this thing was literally more than two times your size, yeah. lengthwise. And yeah. a shit ton heavier. <laughs> yeah, a lot heavier. 
Like, if it wanted to, it probably could have opened its mouth and chomped you in half. Not that they yeah, do that, obviously. They but you know what? You eat enough vegetation that it could have mistaken you for <laughs> vegetable. Oh, look at that big piece of kale floating around. <laughs> Yum. Uh, it's just sad that, like, it, that someone would take the time out of their day. Again, because that had to take more than five minutes. Like, you can't, like, this thing, they move slow, but, like, I don't know. You're just like harassing it and making a lot of noise and laughing. That's what I imagine is happening. And it's right. just too bad that that people have to act that way. So uh, ultimately, uh, we're in a profession that will always be there because of people's choices, and and sometimes people make the the wrong choice. So it's too bad. Yeah, I always <laughs> say it'd be nice if people weren't stupid, but then we'd be out of a job. Indeed. Although I could find another one. So. <laughs> well. That's pretty much it on the manatee side. Uh, we have an announcement to make on the Karanda giveaway. <laughs> you know, I, it's tough because we we don't get that much, I guess, interaction on our social media pages, which is understandable. I get it. And maybe over time we'll get more. But Brad Adams is going to be our winner of the Karanda giveaway for this month just because of his interaction on our page uh, updating us that it took him 10 weeks to get through all of the 63, 64 episodes, however many Hildy has lost in that time frame. <laughs> and, and so that commitment, that dedication to being a fan, Brad, we really appreciate it. And we want to make sure that we want to make sure that you, you hear this and just reach out, send us a message and we'll get you that Karanda bed. Yes. So, Yay, yeah. Brad. Thank you, Brad. And that's it for the show this week. We will be back next week. Uh, we'll we'll see about talking about some some different things and maybe the twenty three different names that we use to define our profession. Oh uh, yes, and what they all can mean because oh my every, goodness, yeah, so many. Well, as always, we thank you for listening. Check us out Facebook, Instagram, Twitter if you have Twitter. And do you, do you have a Twitter? I do, but you know, oh. I use it more. Honestly, Twitter's like my newsfeed, uh, though I can't. Re I can't think that everything on Twitter is actually true, uh, but it's like that's where I get the instant updates for oh. like stuff. Come on, it is the internet. Everything on the internet is true, and on social <laughs> media. Everything, yeah, one hundred percent. So, uh, well, thanks for listening, Bishop. Thanks for joining us, and as always. Yeah. We like to say here on the Humane Roundup podcast, keep it, keep it humane. Humane, Maine. Maine. <laughs> we'll get better at that. I Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>